You're listening to the Brave and Beautiful Podcast, hosted by Krista Broom and Leah Bice. Our focus is to inspire and encourage you, wherever you're at in life, to walk in the fullness of who God has called you to be. We're excited to be back for season two, so let's get started. Okay, welcome guys. Hey, welcome. This is kind of crazy because we've never done this before. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> through Zoom. We're currently yeah. doing this through Zoom. And uh yeah, we are we're uh, doing season two. Yes, here we are. We are going after it and it's quite different for many reasons that we'll get into later, but uh we're kind of making this work and I think it'll be cool to do uh, those those of you that are watching on YouTube right now, you're obviously seeing our faces as we're recording, as well as those of you that are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We're trying it in a new way because we can't physically be in person recording together. So we thought we would bring you guys into the process and get to share a little bit. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, I think a lot of people like to listen to things in different ways. And so yeah. I think for people to be able to see our faces talking <laughs> will yeah. be like something kind of refreshing. Um, totally. But for those of you who are listening still on your podcast app, thank you for listening. Um, and yeah, we're, uh, we're going to talk about a lot of different things today. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, it's been what, like, five six months since we've yeah. recorded about that yeah. um and so we've kind of taken a while off um but I definitely think we both needed that time off to um uh, just kind of rest and yeah kind of new, uh new perspective to share with all of you <laughs> yeah yeah because a lot has happened in six months that let me true. tell you yeah and um kind of the first half of the episode is going to be about um our lives after the last season kind of um what we've been going through different things that um have happened in our lives and um yeah just kind of an update on both of our lives yeah and then the second half we're going to be talking about what all of you are experiencing right now the COVID-19 world pandemic and so um, we're just excited to get to share and just have a conversation with you guys. I hope that this encourages you, that it blesses you, um, that you can see just a glimpse of what it's really like to walk in um, our shoes and in our lives, and that it gives you perspective in your life, and that ultimately the Lord just blesses you, that it encourages you to be brave and to be beautiful. So yeah. I'm going to pray, and we're going to get into things. Well, Jesus, I thank you so much for this new season literally of the past I thank you for Krista thank you for myself and I pray God that as we share our hearts today that people would be encouraged I just pray that anyone that's listening right now that might feel overwhelmed that might feel alone that they would know that they have us being able to pour into their lives but they ultimately have you God you're so good you're so faithful and even in the darkest times God your light shines ever brighter and so I just pray over this time, pray over our conversation, that we would just glorify you in all that we do. Just share our hearts in this time. We love you, Jesus. You are worthy, and we thank you. Amen. Amen. Um, so kind of just starting off, 
um for me like the past six months have been like such a roller coaster and I know like I feel like I haven't even told you like the full extent of like what's all happened like Mm -hmm. with me personally and so um I don't know about you but I'm gonna be pretty candid in what I talk about today (laughs) yeah yeah um and so kind of to start off I I kind of went into a very deep depression in in like the last fall going into winter and it's something that I had never experienced before like I would say before that I would have my days or like my moments where I would be kind of sad or like kind of depressed but for that time it was kind of a like a few months worth of time of me just being in a very sad and just lonely state of mind and it was actually close to Christmas time which is kind of even like the worst part about it because like it's Christmas time I want to be happy I want to be joyful Mm -hmm. but I was just so I was depressed like I would come home from even church crying because of how depressed I was and um kind of my breaking point if you will was actually five days before Christmas and I remember this day so clearly because it was the day after I found out that one of the jobs I had applied for and interviewed for I didn't get and I was just so stuck in a season of constantly feeling rejected and hearing the word no um and so like the day after I heard that no I just I didn't want to do anything I wanted to stay in bed I wanted to like be in my own misery I want I did not want to go anywhere I literally like left my room like three times that day and I think all three times were to go to the bathroom I didn't eat that day um like that was a very dark time um in my life and and so I I don't know I I feel like everyone was telling me like you're gonna find a job oh you're gonna be okay like it's gonna work out things are gonna turn around and I'm like okay when (laughs) because I've literally been waiting for six plus months for this to happen and it's not yeah and so I was just getting so tired of hearing that and I think that's kind of what led to that breaking point and so finally um it got to be Christmas day and I think that's kind of when things started to turn around for me because I was kind of reminded like like Jesus is still with me. I mean, he's he was born on this day. He he like came to save m- my life literally. And so I was able to kind of get my mind off of everything that was happening in my life. Mm-hmm. And so um actually not too long after Christmas in January, I got an email from the other place that I had applied for, which was the Peoria Chiefs. And 
um, I got an email saying that they wanted me. And that was such a foreign concept to me because it was finally the yes that I was waiting for. And like, I was literally, I could have cried out of like joy instead of like sadness. Yeah. And so I think, I think waiting for that yes is just like so freeing. Like I felt so free after I heard that yes. And so, um, now I've finally moved past that um, state of depression and just like, I feel wanted, I feel needed at my job. And I, I, it's like been the most fun I've ever had at any job probably. Um, and so that weight on my shoulders finally got lifted and like, mm-hmm. I'm so happy about that. Uh, thank you for just being real and vulnerable. Like I just, I first want I am of you for walking through this because you know, we, we walked a lot of this together and I wanted that for you as well. And it just, it, it felt like a long waiting period, and it <laughs> you was. know, and I'm just proud of you for it as, yeah. And I'm proud of you just for sticking and staying the course. You know, I think the enemy wants to tell us that waiting, you know, just means that it's not going to happen, you know, yeah. wait for something good. Then, you know, if you don't get it right away, like another thing, like, you know, we're waiting both are very, you know, waiting for our husbands right now, you know, and so it's like one of those mm-hmm. things where waiting and waiting and waiting, it can just feel like it's never going to happen. But the truth is, when God promises things to us, even like a job, or you know, more so, you know, our destiny, our purpose, he's always going to bring that to, to be true, he's always going to make that happen. So yeah, I'm just I believe that just by sharing your story and being real, like, that's opening hearts right now. And, you know, for those of you tuning in right now, like if you resonate with that, like know that the power of testimony is so real. And like, I just believe that what God has done in doing in Krista's life, he wants to do in your life as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that can be a really freeing thing too, is when you like get everything that's bottled up inside of your brain out, because I know I remember that day um, that I was, like, not leaving my room. I remember that night I, like, went downstairs, and I was, like, literally, like, still on the verge of tears, like, crying, and I was, like, frustrated, and my mom finally was, like, Krista, (laughs) what's going on? And so finally I just, like, went over to her, and I just, like, I was, like, it was, like, a little girl coming in into her mom's arms like I was crying so hard um, yeah. and so I'm about to cry right now <laughs> thinking about it <laughs> well it's it just shows that it's real and it's it's something that's just close to your heart and you know again that just shows the importance of not walking through this thing alone even you know in seasons I know we both have walked a feeling like well I don't you know you see you go on Instagram and you see all these people with all these other people and you just feel like well I'm just sitting in my home alone or whatever it is but like you don't have to have this big number of people it's the right people being in your corner first Jesus but then your family your close friends like it's important to have that so yeah yeah exactly it's it's important and now you're in Peoria and you're thriving doing I'm your back thing. in Peoria. You're back. That was literally the last place I thought I would end up after college. 
because like everyone knows, I came back home. I lived back here for about six months. Actually, it was more like seven probably. And then like all of a sudden I'm living back in Peoria and as not a student, but as someone who works there. And it's just, it's kind of crazy how that all ended up. So it's your home turf. So yeah, it's not never a bad thing to have some familiarity around you. So yeah, exactly. I'm proud of you, girl. And thanks for just sharing stuff because it's important, especially in times like these. Absolutely. So for me, um, I'd say, you know, over the few months, I've just stayed busy. I feel like it was just a very hectic time for me. Um, In a way, it was the transition, but in a way, it also was just kind of continuing on in a sense. Um, You know, I have been working and doing school and church and friends and family life. And, you know, I just had a lot... (laughs) like my weeks were busy my weekends were busy and it just was a lot of go 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 and I would say the biggest highlight for me of these last few months has been launching my freelance communications company which is called Soar Creative Co and um, honestly this has been a dream of mine for such a long time and um, I feel like actually these last few years I've just kind of been searching for like God like I know that this is the area that I want to work in and to not only just have for a job, but like, I feel like my purpose is really dug deep in creativity, both, you know, in ways of a job, but also things like this podcast and music and other ways. And so long story short, you know, beginning of last year, I really just started to kind of dream and and think and ask, you know, some wise counsel around me, like, what, what do you guys feel like? And what ultimately does God really want me to do in this next season? And, you know, it required laying down at that job I loved and, and, you know, some security, like security that I had and, you know, really just asking the father, like, okay, what am I to do? And so long story short, I was able to launch this past September, my new company. And, you know, I would say starting a new company in business and, you know, venture is super exciting and fun, which it is, but sustaining a business requires a lot of faith and patience and hustle and hard work. And, you know, it didn't go exactly how I thought it would. I think when you're starting something new, you think it's just going to be, you know, perfect and you're going to have ultimate overnight success. And that is true for some people, but there is such a reality to you know, hard work and hustling and making sure that you're constantly putting an effort. And, you know, like I said, there was so much going on. I wasn't able to really fully put myself in like I thought I was going to be. Right. So, you know, I'd say the biggest struggle on the flip side of these last few months has been finding balance. Like I just talked about, like, I wear a lot of different hats in my life for being a daughter of God, but also being a sister and a daughter to my mom and a business owner and an employee still, because I, you know, I'm not able to do my sore full time yet, but I believe that's coming. (laughs) Um, But just wearing a lot of different hats, you know, it can be hard to find the balance. And, um, you know, I, I really feel like I'll share more of this in a little bit, but, you know, this now season of being, (laughs) staying at home all the time, was more needed than I realized. And, you know, I think I tried to do a lot of things and when wasn't really able to go deep in a lot of things, I was just kind of doing them to do them. And um, so, yeah, I just think 
looking back at the last few months, it's so important to find balance <laughs> because there's so much that's, I mean, there's always going to be, we're not never just doing one thing. All of us have relationships and friends and jobs and all these things that we're carrying. And it's so incredibly important to find balance with and being able to adjust that balance in different seasons as they come and go. So yeah, all in all, it has just been <laughs> quite a whirlwind to say the least, but yeah. And I'm I've still loved, grateful. I've loved watching you start this business. I think it's so interesting because you're so like good at social media and this, I know this is something that you're supposed to be doing. Um, and so it's, it's been kind of fun watching you start it and um, I mean, I mean this in the, the best possible way, but I'm, I was kind of shocked how, um, quickly you got clients. I mean, I mean, yeah. you, you started it and then almost automatically, automatically you got like what, two or three clients yeah. probably. Yeah. And again, I think it's something where, you know, like I talked about starting something new is exciting, but then sustaining it is a whole other thing. And yeah, I mean, right away, I feel like the Lord blessed it and, and brought some really great people. And, and the fun thing is that so far, all the clients I've had have been by personal relationship. And so, yeah, and that's honestly the heart behind what I'm doing is, mm -hmm. yes, you know, this is a business I want to, you know, have the financial part of it and all of that. But I also just want to serve people well and help their, I mean, literally the vision behind the company is to help businesses or brands soar into their next level of success. And mm -hmm. I've gotten to see that already playing out in some of my clients. And especially now as they've transitioned, as all of us have transitioned with this COVID-19, I mean, I'm already seeing some of my clients starting to really rely on their social presence online because they're not able to have their doors open or they're not to work and, and have in-person meetings. So they're really relying on connecting with their clients and their databases via an online presence. So yeah, I just appreciate you, especially walking with me through this and cheering me on and all of it. Cause we need those people in our lives and, you know, and <coughs> not just in this, but in all things. So. Yeah. And I yeah. know like, back I know like several people have probably mentioned this like on Twitter and like on social media but kind of the best like businesses have come out of stuff like this like 10 yeah. 10 years ago when we were when like the stock market was bad and our economy was bad I know a lot of great businesses came out of that and so yeah. I think um the same thing will happen with COVID-19 and how our country is completely shut down I think yeah I think there will be beauty that comes out of this totally I totally agree and you know I think that honestly segues really nicely into kind of the second half of what we're going to talk about today and that's just kind of sharing you know where we're at now and I think mm -hmm. a lot of that is you know dealing with COVID-19 the world pandemic that's happening mm -hmm. and you know I'd say we're about a month in here in the U.S. of yeah of handling all this. And, you know, I would say in these few short months, even just what we've had in 2020, I feel like we as a country have just taken on so many different things and had so many things happen. And obviously now with this pandemic, I mean, we're handling a whole different caliber of things to manage. And I think 
you know, when people think of this COVID-19, they think ultimately of the coronavirus, you know, the physical health of this. And obviously, that is a huge, huge part of it. But I think, honestly, there's even more of an effect to more people of the emotional side, the economic side. Exactly. And, you know, Chris and I are in a small group together, and we've been meeting digitally. And, I mean, there have been so many countless things that have happened that even haven't just been physical things, but more so emotional and economic things that have happened to women in our small group. And, yeah, you know, I think that just shows you that when something like this happens, it, it isn't just the one thing, but it's a ripple effect in a negative way. And, um, you know, I'll start with me personally. Like if I would describe this season, this last month or few weeks, I would say the word would be balance, which mm-hmm. obviously fits with what I already talked about these last yeah. few months. And, you know, this pandemic has affected my ability to do my main job to, you know, obviously I'm now being at, you know, staying at home, ordered quarantine with my family, but, you know, I'm not able to see my close friends like Krista or, you know, my mentors or other extended family. And obviously it's just been a mental health kind of challenge for me as well of just, I think all of us are just trying to understand like, what are we supposed to do here? Because none of us, no one has something like this in our lifetime. And so, you know, I feel like this pandemic really has stripped away, you know, everything that's felt familiar to me and to all of us. And, you know, I am grateful <laughs> that, you know, no, none of my loved ones have been physically impacted, but there have been so many other impacts that have happened. You know, I have, I myself have been laid off from my job and I have, you know, one of my great mentors has been having to deal with other things with her family. And I just... I feel like there's so much that is going on in our world and it's really the enemy's using this to cause deep destruction and distraction. And, you know, when all this began, like I immediately was just in shock. Like I just could not believe that this was really happening. It felt like a movie and honestly it still feels like a movie a month into it. Like there was immediate anxiety and worry and, you know, I'm thankful that I've been able to have almost daily, if not every other day, conversations with my mom and my brother, who I'm at home with, and I'm grateful (laughs) to be quarantined with them. But, Mm -hmm. you know, we've just had to have a lot of just like check-in talks. And we do that normally just as a family, but just asking each other questions and between the three of us, like making sure we're knowing what's going on, but not getting so overwhelmed by it. I mean, yeah. Krista, you've probably seen the same thing. Like the media has just made this probably even bigger than it really is, if we were honest. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, it's just been so crazy, and it's just been chaotic, <laughs> to be quite honest. All of it's been chaotic for many reasons. But like you just said earlier, like there is beauty, I think, happening now, and that will come out of this. And mm-hmm. you know, I think about in the in the Bible where it talks about Jesus had to go and be away and spend time with the Father. And I think for me, I was doing so much and I was processing so much that I never stopped to actually address with the Lord. And now, you know, I've had this extended time at home. I feel like, you know, I've just really, I've learned to go deeper in the, in the word, like literally reading my Bible every single day and, you know, listening to messages from my home church, but as well as, you know, different pastors throughout the country, I just feel like I, I've 
pressed into a season of really going deep and letting God's truth be first what I listen to and then, you know, the media yeah. and, you know, allowing his truth to be first because, you know, we're living in a world that is broken and there's full of people <laughs> and, you know, the, the truth of God and, and his spirit, that is what I find hope in, not what the news says, not what, mm -hmm. you know, our governor says or anything. Yeah. It's in Jesus first. And, you know, from that I can for our, I mean, I'm praying for our president, our leaders, you know, I just, I pray that God would intervene and help lead us out of this thing, because it's going to take faith, it's going to take trust to really get us on the other side of all of this. So. Yeah, I mean, this, I mean, we're only, think about, we're only in April, and like it feels like we should be in October by now. I know. I mean, it I feels know. like so much has happened this year already. And I mean, it's just been such a crazy year. And everyone's saying, like, oh, what a time to be alive. This is just a crazy time we're living in. And it is. Yeah. I mean, no one, like you said, has experienced anything like this. Um, and so. Yeah no one really knows what to expect no one really knows what to do um yeah and so I think because of that it's just so easy to get into like a depressed depressed state or yeah. feel anxiety because of the unknown and that's yeah. so opposite of what Jesus wants us to do he wants us to feel like there is hope because mm -hmm. he is hope and he, he wants us yeah. to keep believing that um things will get better um yeah, and absolutely. so like I would just encourage anyone listening or watching like we're going to get through this um it might take a while who knows how long mm -hmm. this will take um who knows when we'll get back to our yeah. normal um and Very true. who knows what normal will look like after this <laughs> like no kidding like honestly I wouldn't consider myself a super like touchy feely person. Like I feel like I'm definitely like a tender hearted person, but I'm not like a big, like physical touch person. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you this quarantine has shifted that for me. Like I, there'll be, be at home. I'll just hug my mom, and my brother, just because, because <laughs> yeah. I can't hug, you know, anybody else. And yeah, you know, even I'm just at church, <laughs> at church, I feel like it's just kind of cultural to just hug you know, hug your friends or your church family or whatever, and not being able to do that has just been hard. <laughs> so yeah. I feel like as soon as I'm out of this, I'm just going to hug everyone or not everyone, but like my <laughs> close loved ones, because it's just, it has just been so, so weird. But yeah, I remember when I was um, still at work, we were still allowed to go to work. And like, it was the day where like every single sports thing was getting canceled yes every yeah. game like nba mlb like everyone was canceling games it and broke like, my heart it and me working in sports for a minor league team i'm like how is this going to affect my job like yeah what is what's going to happen mm -hmm. so um obviously we're not playing games yet we were supposed to start playing games this weekend and so I was, I almost fell into that fear, but I'm like, yeah. no, it's going to be okay. 
And honestly, <laughs> when like all of this COVID-19 stuff came out and like the coronavirus came out, like my first reaction to it, like honestly was, oh, there's no way it'll come here. Like yeah. it'll just be like in China, it'll stay there. It's not going to yeah. be a big thing. <laughs> and boy, was I wrong. And I mean, <laughs> it, I mean, it's kind of natural to have that denial and like have that fear. Totally. And yeah. like, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like I, I don't know. This is just a crazy time. <laughs> it, it really is. Like, and I think just being like, even just the thought of eating, like going out to eat, like sitting in a restaurant, I'm just like, I feel like I've not done it for like years, <laughs> you know, even know. though it's only been a month, like, but just even socially, like, you know, when you're back in town, like that's often what we do. We go get lunch or dinner or something, mm-hmm. you know, it's just part of like social life. And you know, there's still some places open, but it's just, you think of it with a different mindset. You're like, well, you know, are they wearing gloves or are they wearing masks or like, exactly. You don't know what's going on. So it's just, it's a mind game. It's, it's so much a mind game. And that's where, you know, asking the Lord to renew our mind every day, not to the things of this world, but to his truth, to the the promises and hope of heaven is vital. Yeah. and And that's kind of what I fear will come out of this like people will be so paranoid about oh they're not wearing gloves oh do they have it oh like they're not wearing a mask they're gonna get me sick like I fear that that's what what's gonna come out of this and I mean like you said it feels like we're living in a movie like none of this feels real um and so like I think (laughs) I think things started to get really real when everything in the U.S. started getting canceled. Yeah, and absolutely. then at least that was what it was for me. Like yeah. when Same. things got canceled, I'm like, "Wow, this is actually a big, bigger thing than what I thought it was." And they're still being canceled. Like they just canceled Fourth of July. Yeah, in our city, and I'm like, "Oh, cool, cool." Like it's. April and you're already canceling things for July like I know and both of us have summer birthdays and so I'm sure those will probably look a little different this year and yeah you know that's where I feel like instead of like we yes we want to be prepared but we don't want to be paralyzed you know and I feel like yeah I mean just life that we knew in February (laughs) will never be the same and Mm -hmm. I feel like you know life in July or October will look different and sports will look different. And even the shows that like Krista and I love the voice and like, we don't know what's going to happen for their live shows. Like, you know, it's just so many, this is affecting everyone. It's not just affecting like where we live or Mm -hmm. the state of Illinois or even just the U S it's affecting, it's a world pandemic. And I just think, yeah, being prepared, but not paralyzed is super important for this season. I definitely think people like have really come together more now than ever, um, at least in the last four or five years, because especially with um, what our political climate has been the last four (laughs) years and how divided we've been, I definitely think that it's kind of brought all of us together in a way. I mean, people are still arguing 
like they always will politically but very true. um people are like donating their time their money their resources to those who need it and that's so yeah. heartwarming to see Absolutely. and that kind of goes into our last little segment that we're doing this season um so my idea was to talk about something that is good yeah. like talk about good news because there's so much bad news out there we Very need true. to talk about some good news and so yes. If you didn't know this already, there's actually a website called goodnewsnetwork.org. I had no idea this was a thing. I didn't know about that either. So so if you want some good news in your day, go to goodnewsnetwork.org. But I found this, and it's an article that says, 16-year-old has been using his flying lessons to deliver medical supplies to rural hospitals fighting COVID. Dang, that's awesome. And... I mean, that's kind of crazy. He's 16 years old and he's using, yeah. he's getting his flying, um, pilot license or whatever. Yeah. Pilot license. Yeah. yeah. And he's using those lessons to do that. And I think that's so great. That is really cool. Yeah. My mom and her job is she's the community outreach director at our church. And so she, her and her team have really been digging deep along with our senior leaders to help people in this time and you know I think ultimately that's like even if you can't do it with finances like just praying and reaching out I mean my aunt who lives in North Carolina she's dedicated time every day to making masks and Mm -hmm. you know I just yeah I think there is good happening and being able to press into that right now is super super important yeah and we talked about this a little bit yesterday but if anyone hasn't seen John Krasinski's some yes show on youtube yes. you need to go watch it because yes. it is it's awesome. iconic yes i love totally. it totally <laughs> all right guys well hey thank you so much for tuning in and checking out our first episode obviously this is going to be a little bit different than last season but we've changed we're adapting we're growing and we want to be real with all of you so be staying on the look for a new episode coming soon but until then stay safe and healthy And we will see you guys soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. We want to stay connected with you. So follow us over on Instagram at Brave and Beautiful Podcast so we can keep the conversation going. We appreciate you and we'll see you next time.